0: Welcome to the Align Business Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Kerslake, CEO of personal branding agency, Pine Gate Road, and business coach to online service providers, coaches, and educators. I know that you believe that living a great life is so much more than the business that you lead or the money that you make. Each week, we'll dive into what it actually takes to live an aligned life with a business that supports it. Let's do this. This show is brought to you by the Align Business Academy. Are you so ready to go all in with your online business and hit six figures this year in a way that feels fulfilling and true to you? Apply now for the Align Business Academy. This is our signature program that helps you scale your online business with one-on-one and community support, a framework for learning all things online business, and a proprietary three-part system for scaling while working way less than you are now. Say hello to more freedom, income, and impact. Apply now at pinegateroad.com academy. That's pinegateroad.com slash academy. Hello, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here today, as always. Today we are talking with Samantha Rodriguez of The Samantha Rodriguez. She is a lead generation strategist. She is a current mastermind member at The Align Business, and she is somebody that I look to as a person of influence when it comes to really connecting with your ideal people online and creating content to attract them in, to be able to start conversations with them, and really just to get to know your audience in a better way and in a way that will naturally, organically, and lovingly lead to sales. I think that this is such a thing that people kind of have a thing around, right? Um, I hear a lot that people are afraid to sell what they do, that they are afraid of being salesy or sleazy or just like all of those kind of weird things things that come up as you are selling what you do and growing your business. Sales are such a necessary part of this. And the way that Sam does lead generation is so loving, so organic, so fun. And it can be such an amazing part of your business strategy when done right. So I brought Sam on to share a little bit about her journey, how she got started. How she really honed into lead generation as her niche and how she really you know suggests that you can start creating your own lead generation strategy in a way that feels really awesome for you so let's get started
1: hi sam how
0: are you hey kelsey i'm doing good i am so excited to have you here i know this has been a long time planning
1: and coming. So I'm
0: glad it is finally here and we are chatting. I know
1: me too. I'm so excited to finally be on your, on your podcast.
0: Yes. So I know that just as a little background, Sam is in our mastermind. We have been working together for a while and I just like, I wanted to bring her on because she is literally the master at conversational lead generation when it comes to just putting your things out there and making sure that you're actually selling into your business and having all of those fun conversations. So I really wanted her to share some of her genius on how to make this happen, because this is something we all as online business owners need, and she's had a really cool journey. So from starting, I mean, I'll let you kind of share about that, but kind of the ups and downs and journey of getting to where you are in your business has been really, really cool. and. I just want you to share with everybody so because I think people can relate in a lot of the like choices that you have made and gone into and it's just fun to share so I'm excited for you to be here so why don't you go ahead and share a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and how you got to where you are today.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me, I was always the person who never thought I could be an entrepreneur, funny enough, because now I feel like I just totally thrive in that type of work. Um, but I definitely I grew up in a family of entrepreneurs, never thought that could be me. I always thought I needed a college degree to do anything successful with my life. Um, and I'm very glad I proved myself wrong. <laughs> um, but I Did a few entrepreneurial things throughout my life, but um, what really sparked it for me to pursue something, I didn't know exactly it would be entrepreneurship, but Back in December of 2018, I got diagnosed with cancer. And that kind of, I, I just want to preface like I am okay. I'm I'm healthy and cancer free now. Um, but that really sparked this um fire, ignited this fire in me to serve people. I didn't really feel fulfilled in the work that I was doing at my corporate job or just in my life in general. And um, it really sparked something in me to find work or find a passion in my life that was serving other people or helping other people. I always felt like I really saw the light in other people and always wanted to help them amplify it. And um, I just had no idea how I was going to do that. A lot of trial and error and trying new things and eventually stumbled across um, a business coach who kind of told me that I could see you starting your your own business. I see so much potential for you. Like you just have that energy that people need. And um, I ended up hiring her kind of going through that beginning entrepreneurial journey where I don't really know what I'm doing. I want to start something. I want to make money online not really sure how I'm gonna do it. And that led me to finding out about being a virtual assistant. Um, And that was an incredible journey. I feel like when you find the thing that you're gonna be doing, it just clicks and everything kind of just pushes forward, not for everybody, but for some people, I just felt like for me, it really clicked and everything just felt really simple you know, at first, obviously, (laughs) and uh, things were going, I was able to quit my corporate job within two months of starting that virtual assistant business. And um, I started out by specializing in helping people generate leads for their business, do engagement on their Instagram. And that's what helped me get booked out and leave my corporate job is just that so many people needed that in their business. And I was just like over the moon that anybody would want me <laughs> to be helping them with their social media or Instagram. I didn't have any formal training on it. It was just like a passion of mine. I was just just somebody who always love social media, creating, talking to people. Um, I know at my corporate job, they always used to tell me that they needed to create a role for me to be in communication with clients and stuff like that. Um, So that was really, really exciting for that to even be a thing who knew that could be a job. I have a question
0: here because some people are like, I
1: have this
0: Feeling like I want to go into entrepreneurship very much like you did. And you're like, Mm -hmm. I have no idea what I want to do. How did you find the confidence, or how did you even know what lead generation was to be able to say that that's what you were going to do? I guess you found Mm -hmm. your natural, like you liked communicating with people and building relationships. So that was a natural step. But like, I just want to hear for people who are like at this phase, how do you actually find the confidence to say, like, I can do this and I want to charge money for it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that I'm a naturally confident person. I think just through other life experiences, you know, like growing up or I, I wasn't bullied a lot or anything like that, but, you know, just people making fun of you. I always was really good at letting it roll off my bag. Um, so I think that's something that really helped me that gave me a leg up and an advantage. Um, but definitely, I think I was just kind of like, I know the potential of this. I see like what it could do for my whole life to where I just wasn't concerned what anyone would think because I think that's where a lack of confidence comes for some people for some people is that they're worried about what other people will think. And I think I was just kind of like this is my life, not theirs. Also like I'm I just you have to learn to laugh at yourself too. Like if things don't go perfectly, it's like, "Oh well," like, you know. On to the next thing. It doesn't really matter. There's tons of people who fail and, you know, all of your favorite people that you look up to have failed at something in one way or another. So that's kind of just how I thought of it. Like not really that big of a deal if I it doesn't work it. out. <laughs> You're
0: like, I'll just I'm, do this and make it happen. And if not, then whatever.
1: <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And then as far as like going into lead generation. So, um, to I you know was trying not to make my story too long but I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this I was involved in a network marketing company Um, Previous to like hiring a business coach and all of that. And um, definitely wasn't like the hey girl person or whatever when I was doing that business. Um, But I learned a lot about building relationships because that's such a huge part of that sales process and the team building process. And um, I really did not want to be like that negative uh, version of the kind of network marketing person that a lot of people talk about. So I just kind of really was a sponge to learning how do I actually build relationships with people and get people to trust me and not just make sales and not just get people on my team or whatever it may be. So I actually learned a lot in that. And that's what made me feel confident jumping into a VA role as like uh, an engagement person or like a lead generation um, person to come into their business, because I had really like, tried to study all of that. And I won't say I came in being an expert at it. (laughs) I learned a lot. And I think I was just like selling myself so I could get that experience definitely in the beginning. Um, but yeah, I was, I no formal training, just a lot of my own experience working in for myself. And I just, you know, threw myself into the fire and people believed in me and it was amazing.
0: I love that. I, there was I was talking to a student in the academy the other day, and she was like, "So before you've like actually been able to do something, did you ever like sell a web design package before you knew how to do everything in the web design package?" And I was <laughs> like, "Absolutely." And she asked, "How do you find the confidence to do that?" And I said, "I can. I I felt I was confident in my ability to Google whatever I needed to do, and so it's like you might not know all of the things, but." Are you confident enough in yourself and your ability to go figure it out when you're in that place? And that's kind of the answer for everything. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Google's your best friend. And then also that saying where um, you just need to be two steps ahead of whoever you're helping to help them. Like it's so true.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. So you started VAing.
1: Where do you mm-hmm. go from there? Yeah. So I started that whole VA journey. Um, I ended up getting a a lot of client referrals. I guess I was doing a pretty good job (laughs) starting (laughs) out and I started getting a lot of referrals, a lot of inquiries. Um, and that kind of led me to being booked out and then overly booked. And that was really early into my business. Maybe like by month four, um, I was, like booking myself to the max. I was working all the time. Um, and I just wanted to help everybody. It definitely didn't like come from a place of being money hungry, but I was just like, I want to help everybody. Like I have purpose now. And I just, I want to help everybody get the clients that they want and stuff like that. And, um, that led me to kind of thinking, okay, what's next? I can't just be a service provider in this capacity, like hourly capacity, forever because it's not sustainable. I'm going to hit a, a, an income cap. Most likely I need to think of this next level of my services, um, that are maybe more specialty or a course or coaching or something like that. I didn't know exactly what it would be. So, um, I started dabbling in, okay, I'm going to create a course. Cause that felt very passive and safe. Um, and I realized the, my course idea, I just, wasn't super passionate about it. I was like, I'm going to create this course. It's going to be amazing. I launched it. I sold like a handful of them. I'm in a, i am in I made the course and I was like, I, I don't feel super passionate about this. So let me try the next thing. And I would like to just call myself the queen of pivoting because I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this. And then, okay, let's try something else now, because I am not someone who's just going to sit in doing something that I don't absolutely love. Um, so after that, I was like, okay, let me, let me try my hand at coaching. Um, and I was kind of worried. I'm sure a lot of people feel like this. Are, am I ready to coach? Do I have enough to say? Um, so I started off with intensives. Um, and I love doing the intensives. I, I thought that was amazing. And I definitely went through this mindset funk after I had sold, uh, that offer. I definitely went through like a mindset, mindset funk where I was wondering, am, am I even on the right path? Can I do this? Am I even good at this? Maybe I should just be a service provider. It feels a lot easier selling myself than like selling my coaching. Um, I know a lot of service providers go through that same feeling where it's like so much easier to say, hey, I'm the solution, hire me or pay me or whatever, instead of like, here's, you know, my coaching services or whatever. That feels like a little bit heavier, um, at least for myself and what I've heard from people that I've talked to. So um that was kind of. My plateau, I guess you could say like in my first year of business where I was like, what is next? I'm so good at being a service provider and doing the whole hourly thing. And um, that's actually like a couple months after I was, having that plateau, or I guess during that plateau is when I met you, Kelsey. <laughs> so <laughs> enter Kelsey. And, um, you were like the next person in my business journey to really challenge my beliefs and challenge, like what could be the next level for me and what I could actually be doing. Um, so that was like kind of a relief, honestly, cause I was telling myself, I'm not going to hire any more coaches. I'm not going to invest anything else. I just need to kind of like sit with myself and figure out what's the next step. And then you just kind of like ran into my life. And I was like, Oh my gosh, yes. Like this is, this is my coach. You found me. Well. Actually, so I think, yes, right? and, no. yes, yes oh, okay. and no, one of my clients had talked about you on a meeting saying, uh, like she was like raving about like you and your business and stuff like that. And I was like, who is this woman? What does she do? <laughs> and because my client had mentioned you teach people how to start agencies. And I was like, you know, that's something I kind of thought about. Let me investigate. And I was just like, I think I send up for your coaching like 48 hours later yeah. or something <laughs> like that. So <laughs> it was like very quick. I was like, okay, this is my coach. Like, this is what I need to be doing.
0: Yes. Okay. So you, you know, you'd been experimenting and, you know, since we've been working together, there have been a lot of pivots and experiments too. It (laughs) hasn't (laughs) been this like solid, like I'm going in this one direction. And I think that this is nice to hear because sometimes we want to experiment with more things. Like you were in this very, like, I know I need the next level and I want to explore what this all looks like too. So you were not like, uh, I'll just say some people come into coaching and they're like, this is the business I want to grow. And I don't necessarily know how to do that. And I want to hit the easy button and get that advice. You came in saying, I want my next level. I don't know what that looks like. I'm ready to explore and like, see how I can start to live a better, more <laughs> balanced life. Um, But you didn't necessarily know, like, I want to scale in coaching, or I want to scale in the agency. Like you're kind of still, dabbling with what could feel good so let's talk about that journey too like what does this next level for you look like and what have you really been stepping into this year
1: yeah definitely so I think a lot of people will come into coaching and think it's going to be so simple and they're going to get me on the right track and not that you didn't get me on the right track I think you have supported me so much in trying so many things that I wanted to try and uh, we started out with okay, let's go for the agency. And that immediately resulted in a 20 K month for me. So I was like, oh my gosh, Kelsey's the best coach ever. Like, (laughs) this is so cool. Um, and not just because it was a 20 K month, but it felt like a lot, it felt so easy, um, to like sell, to sell those things. Um, basically like we upgraded my services to like an agency model and added some intensives in there. Um, and that was just like, crazy for me to see the potential of what could happen and then starting to hire team members and all of that. And like I had mentioned before, I had gotten to a point in my business where I was overly booked out and it was really hard for me to learn how to say no to people. Um, I felt like I was, I was bringing in a lot of people in the door, but um, it was just, it felt really overwhelming. I felt really guilty. I just gotten married in uh, April of like that year, last year. Um, And I was kind of just like, okay, is this what my life is going to be like forever? I have no time for my husband. I am, you know, I just moved to Mexico uh, to, you know, live the beach life when I hired Kelsey. And I knew that like, I wanted more free time. I wanted to enjoy the beach. I wanted to learn Spanish. I wanted all these things. Um, And so I felt like, oh my gosh, this agency model could really give me that. Like I'm making these high income months. I have a team now to support me. Um, I have clients that are working with me in a long-term capacity. So that felt really safe too. And, um, I was just so excited starting out and, uh, still like I would go back to the agency model, like in the future, if that's what I really wanted to do, I didn't hate it. Um, but to get into why I don't have an agency anymore is just that I am someone who loves working deeply inside people's businesses and really um, just getting to do like the nitty gritty stuff. And I felt like I was more of a project manager within like at least my own agency model. I couldn't really figure out how to... I don't know. I couldn't really figure out how to get to like a point where I was really loving doing that. I had also a lot of mindset blocks. Kelsey gave me a ton of advice on hire project manager, hire this. And I, Kelsey is a saint because I was just going through so much mindset Crap whenever <laughs> we were building out this agency because I was like, oh my gosh, a project manager, like that feels really scary. And you know, going through the process of this team member's not working, this team member is, like, who's gonna say, who's gonna go? Um, and then also just the day-to-day when you're doing a lot of work like me around content and social media. There's a lot of revisions and you want to make sure the client is getting, you know, their vision across and their voice across. And that's like a whole other level of work. Um so the agency model for me was, was really, was really stressful. And I think just going back to what I said earlier, I really love working deeply within my clients' businesses. Um, I felt pretty removed from the process a little bit. So then me and Kelsey started talking about, okay, well, what can we do next? Like what, if I'm not doing this, what is the next level up or what can kind of, um, replace this model of not having to trade time for money. And that was huge for me. Cause I definitely had that mindset block where I needed to be trading time for money. Um, and I could say it out loud. I don't need to be trading time for money. People will pay me for my expertise. Like I can charge like higher prices and stuff like that, but actually doing it was a whole other thing. <laughs> and, uh, it was just like, god bless kelsey because she really went through the ringer with me (laughs) you're really funny (laughs) i know i know (laughs) Uh, so okay so let's like
0: as of now um you have pivoted into what
1: are you doing (laughs) <laughs> so now, with uh, also with the encouragement of of Kelsey, um, now as of like the beginning of this year, I created a program, a group program slash course, and I've been teaching people about my lead generation strategies that actually were developed a lot through working with my clients as a service provider, but especially my agency. Um, So I created a really great process to set up my clients for their lead generation strategy so they could actually execute on it. So now I've created that into a program and a course, and I sold that earlier this year, and that was a huge success. I was blown away um, because it feels like a very niche thing. Um, I was a little worried if people would really feel like they needed it. And I definitely feel like I filled a gap, uh, of, you know, putting out something super educational and supportive to business owners. um, that isn't always there. Something I kind of always think of is people hire business coaches, but you're going to be working on a ton of things with your business coach, or maybe your business coach is, um, specializing in your product suite or mindset or, um, hiring or something like that. And sometimes you don't always get to do like those nitty gritty things or focus on them as much as you want to. So I felt like I really closed the gap by creating a course all about lead generation strategy and how to develop one that works for your business and your life. Um, Cause I think oftentimes, like I know for myself, I'd never fully developed one of those with any of my business coaches before we were always focusing on like, bigger picture things like offers and what's included and things like that. And it always felt like, okay, how do I actually get people to to buy it? Like the nitty gritty mm-hmm. details of getting people to buy was something that we never got into detail about ever. Um, and I know a lot of other people felt this way. So that's why, you know, putting out this um program course has just been like so incredible. Um, Cause I think it's really shown people that you don't just have to take the newest and greatest launch method or strategy. Um, but you can actually create one tailored to you. Um, and I see oftentimes with a lot of my clients, since I work in a lot of their, you know, I've worked in a lot of people's businesses that they'll overcommit and they'll do too much and then they can't keep up with it and they don't create anything sustainable, which then is just like a domino effect into their income and their growth and things like that. So I really feel like what I've created and like what I teach on is such a, a foundational piece for any business owner.
0: It really is. And I think that there's, there isn't a lot of people who focus on this. It's like you can do the marketing too, and you can buy all the templates or the courses or things that like share, share how to actually put yourself out there. But it's like, how do you put content out there that strategically calls in your people? And then how do you actually like foster and nurture those people into becoming clients? And I feel like that is the exact spot where you specialize in and you were able to create this program. And I even have um, our new social seller going through it, which I'm really excited about because it's like, it's something that, yes, I know some of the things, but I really do want to have an expert be able to work with my team and really dive in on that and make sure that it's working the best way possible. And that marketing and like, I guess the prospecting and getting people to become clients is really like the bread and butter of business. If you don't know how to do that, you can create all the most amazing offerings and programs and different things, but no one's actually going to buy them if you don't know how to do that lead generation process. So I would love for you to share, like, what are some of the things, misconceptions that people have about this? Or what can people do to start really making sure that they have a solid lead generation strategy for their business?
1: Yeah, so I think it's important to really assess the vision of your business. I think some people don't tie that into their lead generation strategy. And um, if you don't have a vision for your business, definitely work on that and have that set in place before you set up what you know, you're know you going to be doing for your visibility and marketing and um, just getting clients in the door. But I would say that make sure it fits for like how you like to operate within your business. Because if you're someone who um, doesn't like to be front facing so much, then that's okay. We can build something that works for you and still makes you happy maybe even bringing other people in and supporting you in that role Um, also if you can bring on more team members to support you with the actual execution of it maybe you're great at showing up and um just being the face of the company and all of that stuff then um you're gonna need a team to support you with the actual execution because at the end of the day we want to stay in our zone of genius um with our business and not spending so much time on recording a thousand pieces of content, showing up on stories and talking to people and doing sales calls and DMs and all of that stuff. Like you have to decide what's going to be really um, sustainable for you and your business. So after you have your vision in place, I feel like that's when you can start moving forward and making those bigger decisions. Like, okay, how do we want to execute on this? Where do we want to show up? And like I mentioned before, you don't want to commit yourself to something that's too much. It has to be within your vision and all of that. But then you have to think about what projects are going on in your business. What's your day-to-day look like? How can we get you seen in as many places as possible, but also sustainable? Because at the end of the day, people really like consistent, uh, entrepreneurs and people who are put, uh, putting out stuff into the world and showing up. Cause I know for me, I can get excited when people are saying, Oh, I'm going to upload a video every Wednesday. Then I know to look for it. And, um, one of my things that I always see is entrepreneurs coming back after like a week long break and apologizing and stuff like that. And I'm like, don't apologize, just show up. And, um, consistency isn't going to be, easy all the time it's just like if you try and work out it's not always going to be something that you can stay consistent with um but i think there's a level of discipline when it comes to it but also you want to you know take care of your business and make sure that even when you're you can't be disciplined or even when you don't have the motivation or whatever your team is there to back you up and you know like what your tendencies are and things like that so one is vision two is being consistent and i would say three is making sure that it fits with your audience and like your sales process and things like that. Um, I've seen just within my clients' businesses that the process they may want to use may not be connecting the most to how their clients actually want to come in the door. Or um, I've done this plenty of times where you're just doing too much and you could really simplify your processes and things like that for getting people in the door. It may be as simple as like, I'm going to, you know, sell through Instagram DMs. Like some people may be intimidated by that, or that may be too hard, but you're having people jump through these hoops where they have to apply and then they have to get on a call and then they have to do this. And it's like, they can never get through to that final process where, um, maybe if you just did things through like a DM or something like that, you know, depending on the offer, I probably wouldn't sell Like a ten thousand dollar offer through uh, a DM all of the time. It might require like that's me. But like, there's I mean, there's some services where it's like we're gonna need some communication back and forth, face to face or whatever. But like, the I mean, I pretty much you pretty much sold me into coaching through a DM. So I mean, I didn't truly need a sales call. Um, Yeah, I know. I always say like last
0: year, I think I did two or three sales calls, and you were one of them (laughs) them just because I. I was like, I don't even, we had no relationship. Like I had no idea who you were. And so we were, you know, chatting in the DMs and I was like, let's just, you, like, you felt like you were really ready to commit and you were in that perfect place. And I was like, this is a year long thing in a pretty like intimate (laughs) coaching container. So like, let's actually meet and make sure this is a good fit. Um, But a lot of people are usually like in that lead generation process, they're, we're not like, crazily intentionally nurturing but people are like we're commenting we're building relationships I'm getting to know people and so we can usually tell if it's a good fit beforehand or not and so you were one of those instances where I was like we have to we have to actually meet to make sure like on both sides (laughs) like this is actually like we're going to be working well together you know
1: So -hmm. yeah, you were like one of my
0: two sales calls.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like I definitely didn't need the sales call, but I was kind of in the same boat. Like we should probably meet, like, this is kind of a big commitment, but I think just like my client vetting for you, I was like, okay, she must be great. Cause that client of mine was just like, I really trusted her and respected her. Um, so it was just kind of one of those things where I'm like, okay, if she's saying that she's great, she must be great. So (laughs) I feel like on that sales call, we were just like chatting about life and our Yeah. It was like, okay, this is cool. Let's do this. (laughs) (laughs) So many like that
0: is, I mean, obviously we get to like nitty gritty things in coaching and you, one of my big things is you have to be a personality match for the person you're working with too. Um, I think I even have that in my, my not fancy Google doc (laughs) where, um, I'm just like, you like my personality.
1: Hi. (laughs) Um, I love the Google doc sales method though. I think it's great. I always tell people try that. Like you could probably do really well like that. So. Oh my
0: gosh. The mastermind has been technically up for like a year and a half and it's still on a Google doc. I'm, it is on my list this week or next week to finally, maybe by the time you're actually listening to this, it'll be really up on a real sales page, but it is, it's been selling on a Google doc behind the scenes. So weird pitch. If anybody is hitting consistent 10 K months and wants to scale that into a seven figure business, let's talk. I will send you my not fancy Google doc. (laughs) Um, but it's like a secret ish program that we don't talk about very much. So here I am talking about it. (laughs) Um, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Like weird tangent there. I feel like I get like this with you all the time. We just talk, talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so, I do not mind at all. I'm same way.
0: <laughs> I would love to hear like some tangible stories of some cool lead generation, either tactics or like how getting consistent or how this is like really worked in somebody's business. Um, I just want to, I like hearing real stories, um, about this. So if you can share any of that, that would be awesome.
1: Yeah. So I'll share a story that I tell pretty often, like in sales calls and my, my own students, I tell this story pretty often, but I'm kind of showing the dynamic of like someone who doesn't really have a lead generation strategy in place. And then someone who does and what the outcome of that is. So I had a client that I worked for. Um, she was you know, great. I loved working with her, but I feel like she was a little all over the place. Um, She had hired me just to do her Instagram DMs and to nurture people from there into a sales call. And um, I was working a few hours a day for her. So quite a bit during the week. And I was sending out about 20 new DMs a day to new leads. And I was following up with about 40 people a day. So 60 DMs and a few hours each day, I felt like, you know, speed demon on my, on my phone, keeping up with all of these. And it felt like a lot, like we're talking to thousands of people a month. Yeah. Um, and it was just one of those things where it felt like a lot was happening, uh, like in terms of work, but the results weren't showing up. And I remember we'd done this a few times. um, But the time that we, I guess the launch that we'd really bumped up the hours and like started messaging a lot more people than we were used to, like um, multiplying the amount of DMs that we were sending by four basically for this launch. And I remember the results of the launch weren't that great. Um, especially like the conversion from how many leads we had and people we were talking to and, um, the amount of sales that happened. And it was kind of, uh, a bummer. I mean, even though she made a decent amount of sales, it was still like a profitable launch. Um, but things were missing and I was kind of blaming myself at first, like, oh, you know, I didn't do a good enough job in the DMs or maybe I'm not good at finding people or kind of just sitting there with my feelings like, Why is it like this? And I'm sure, like, all the service providers here can, um, that are listening to this can probably relate that, like, you feel very attached to your clients' businesses. And I was sitting there kind of just thinking through, like, what is wrong. And I didn't do content or social media management for her, but I did it for my other clients. And I'd started dabbling into the strategy and what really works and understanding what that really meant at this point in my business. And I realized that she was writing her captions each day, like as she wanted, just whatever came from the heart, which can totally work for some people. But I felt like it was, she was getting friend zoned a lot because I mean, just through her content and everything like that, because there wasn't anything deeper. There was no deeper strategy there. We weren't, properly nurturing people through the content to the DMS and things like that. And, um, it probably just felt like they weren't getting a lot from her page. Um, so I realized, okay, maybe it's not me. It's that we don't have this bigger picture thing and it's, you know, it's not the CEO's fault or anything like that, but it was just like, we need to have a strategy here. And that's not in place because you can do as many DMS as as you want, but you also need something to supplement it to you. You're going to have a hard time just selling yourself in a dm all of the time especially when the front facing part of your business isn't lining up with what you say your results are that you get your clients and things like that. So, I feel like I had a big aha moment from there and I was thinking like how can I make sure this never happens again? Because I wanted, you know, I'm so invested in my clients' businesses and I wanted to make sure that going forward, my services could change in some way, or I'd offer some sort of strategy. And I definitely got a lot more vocal after having that realization with my clients, like, okay, can you start putting up this type of content and started experimenting with people in like a non-formal way and saying, Hey, you should try and post this, or can you put this on your stories and all of that to really like, build that authority and get, you know, this one client of mine out of the friend zone and help other clients just really start to stand out. Um, and then I had a client where we had the strategy in place. We built out a full content plan um, and this was going into a launch of hers. We built out a full content plan. We had all the moving pieces. We had the team to support it. She could show up consistently for her launch um, and, from that, we paired that with like doing DMs and nurturing people through Facebook groups and Instagram DMs and all of that. And that launch turned out so, so successful and so profitable that she was able to earn 18 times her investment in me. I mean there was other team members but specifically like in what she would paid me it was 18 times over. So that is just insane and I was like wow, okay. I can never go back to doing business the way I did before yeah. because I really felt like I had a huge hand in like the strategy process and making sure like all the marketing was there and just that things were flowing really nicely. I'm definitely not going to take hundred percent credit because this client that I worked with was just so open to like having that support and just like hearing what I had to say and things like that. And she's just great on her own. Um, but it was really transformational for me and my knowledge of, you know, how lead generation works and things like that. And, um, from there that was that, so that happened shortly before, I started working with Kelsey and opened my agency. So like learning from that and then using that to build out how I started working with my agency clients and then also learning from my agency clients and then using that information to build out my program and course. So it was just so incredible. And I was like, why doesn't everyone know about this? (laughs) Um, And I think probably because as entrepreneurs, we feel like we need to know everything and it gets really overwhelming and you feel like you can't, have all the moving pieces together, but I was like, people can't afford to not know this at this point because the result, I mean, the proof was like in the pudding. However people say that phrase, but like, it was just incredible to me to see that. And obviously like, I'm just, you know, I keep saying that's incredible, but I really, I really do believe like that could be so transformational for everyone's business to have that proper strategy in place and making sure all the pieces line up.
0: And I love your opinion on this. So I spend most of my time on Instagram, as you know, that's Mm -hmm. like kind of my place. Um, I don't post consistently or all the time. I do show up in stories Mm -hmm. a lot, but what I do post as far as like the actual posts or the things that people can explore when they first come to my profile, I do make it business centered. So it's always Mm -hmm. like it does kind of have a strategy where it's like, we're giving helpful content, we're giving tips and tricks, we're educating people. And then we're always like calling in the people to have a conversation, talking in the DMs, leading them to our coaching programs. And so I think this really just comes down to it's like, if you're going to spend all of that time and effort building the relationships, it's like, have a nice presence that actually like
1: Mm -hmm. educates
0: people and like has them get to know who you are and then consistently show up so that they can keep getting to know you and interacting with you. So when they're ready for the thing that you're offering, you're the first person in their mind. And so just like going after the DMs and doing this huge thing, it's like, that can kind of work. It's not that it doesn't, but it'll be so much more effective when you actually are positioning your profile um, in that way, that will get people being like, whoa, like, this is the person. So I love Mm -hmm. that you shared that. Um, I am personally now that I have a little bit more time back in my life. um, This is like the year where I'm finally able to be a little bit more visible than I have been from having a baby going through a pandemic without childcare. (laughs) I'm like okay. Like (laughs) not just focusing on the business. I'm like so excited to actually be doing this podcast and doing visibility things because I know how important it is. And I feel like I've been lucky personally to be doing business for so long that there are kind of these long form pieces of content that are still like pulling people to our business. But I'm like really excited to be back at this Mm -hmm. and doing podcasting. I am, I told Sam before we even like got onto this call, I'm doing the TikToks and the reels and I'm being a real social media human again. It feels good.
1: (laughs) I love that. And I, even though like you're saying you haven't been able to be as visible as you want, you can still base some of your lead generation strategy in referrals. I feel like that's something you're really good at is getting those referrals. So like, if that's part of your lead generation strategy and like being visible, like that is totally, <laughs> that's totally a valid method. <laughs> and more people need to utilize the referral system because I'm a referral. I know other people in the program who came in through are just not in, maybe in ours specifically, but in like the uh, academy, like there's tons of people that are in there through referrals. So that's a really powerful method too.
0: It's funny because I don't have a referral strategy.
1: Um, <laughs> like, I always I say did, do really well with my clients.
0: <laughs> no, I was going to say like the best referral strategy is just like doing good work for the people around you. And then they naturally share. And I'm like, I've put like mm-hmm. 5% effort into actually doing referral things. Cause sometimes people will ask, they're like, do you have a referral or affiliate program? I'm like, yeah, we have these like links if you want them, but there's like, that's it. There's no real strategy. So I love that you're saying that. And our agency runs similarly. It's like, this can't happen right away usually, but if you do really good work consistently, people talk about it. And so like, that's how businesses grow also over time. So I'm lucky in the sense that we've been doing good work for our people and they talk about it. So, um, I don't have to rely on like getting new people all the time. It just, it does naturally happen. But again, when you're just starting out, it's like, ah, how do I build this audience? Like those things don't happen like on month one, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. (sighs) I feel like I always tell people who are launching new stuff, I'm like, just sell five of them and do really well for those five people. And obviously everyone in the future too, but do really well for those five people, collect the testimonials and ask them for referrals. And that's a really great way to start your lead generation process or your lead generation strategy. That's really easy. And you don't have to show up and you just do what you're already doing, but make sure it's exceptional.
0: I love that. Just doing it for like the people that are already around you. So for people who are just starting out or like totally pivoting or launching a new thing, what is the best way to get new leads quickly?
1: So I feel like the best way to get new leads quickly is to collaborate with people. That's like a really easy way to do it where you're not going to have to put in so much work or create so much new stuff. Um, So I really love finding people to collaborate with, getting in Facebook groups, like people in there, especially like entrepreneurial Facebook groups, people want to collaborate with other people. And if you can bring some sort of expertise to their community and get your name out there, that is like the quickest turnaround way I see because then you've already built a relationship with a whole new group of people who can already trust you because the person that they trust vetted you and things like that. So I really love um, using that method.
0: I love that. That usually I'm like, cold reach out, <laughs> do some content, but, um, yeah, definitely like basically utilizing other people's audiences, but doing it in a way mm-hmm. where you are giving a lot of value. So great mm-hmm. tip. Thank yeah. you.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you don't need to start out with trying to get people who are, have hundreds of thousands of followers, even somebody with a community of five you know, that's still a really great place for you to be. And it's an intimate community and things like that. So you don't need to go out and try and find the biggest community. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Be a part in. So
0: our, um, I think you work with Shay too, right? Lawyer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's a perfect example. We had our mastermind was at maybe five members and I had my Mm -hmm. lawyer come in. She asked to do an open house where she just answered lawyer questions and talked to people. But like everybody in the mastermind was technically like in her ideal client avatar, like they're hitting six Mm -hmm. figures. They're ready to like protect their intellectual property. So she knew that. And so she came in and now Sam is a client. I'm pretty sure some other people Mm. are. So that's a group of five. But if you can get into a place where your ideal people are and speak to them, then that can be a really great opportunity to find new clients too. So there's just an example of a a five person group. (laughs) Awesome. So any other last tips on lead generation that you want to share with people before we, we head out here?
1: I think my biggest one is do what works for you. And I think uh, it can be really easy to get caught up in what's the latest and greatest thing or what your favorite person is doing or something worked for someone else and you want to replicate that and that's fine for you to try out but Um, Just know like you need to create something that works for your business because we're all so different. We all run such different types of businesses and things like that. So you really have to do some trial and error to figure out what works for you. And also there's going to be seasons of your business where something works really great. And then you're going to have to change something else for the next season of your business. So it's always going to be an ever changing thing, just like your daily routines will probably always be changing and stuff like that. So, um, just give yourself grace. If something doesn't go hundred percent, right. The first time around, there's always room for change and growth and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I think that's my best piece of advice, honestly.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. So, um, before we hop off here, do you have anything where people, I know you have some like freebies and downloads and things. So what is one thing where like, if people are looking to learn more about lead gen and want to download one of your thingies, what can they do? Where can mm-hmm. they find it?
1: Yeah. So you can find me on my website, the samantharodriguez.com. I have a really great free masterclass all about how to create content that generates leads. And you can find that at the Samantha- thesamantharodriguezcom rodriguez.com forward slash leads masterclass. And you can just sign up for that, download it. It's ready to watch right away. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at the Samantha Rodriguez and just send me a DM. If you listen to this episode, I would love to chat with you and um, hear what you thought of the episode. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sam,
0: for being here and sharing all of this awesome information about your story. I love
1: I just, I love you. Thank you. <laughs> I love you too, Kelsey. Thank you so much for
0: having me on. <laughs> Thank you so much for spending time with me today. If you've enjoyed the show, please take a few seconds right now to leave a rating and review on iTunes. It's so simple and helps us so much. This is incredibly helpful for getting this show into more ears so that we can make even more impact. I'm sending you so much love. I hope you have an amazing week. You've got this.